0: Hey, it's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All, the podcast, a show for creating a life well-lived. We explore topics ranging from relationships and business to mental health and pop culture and everything in between with friends, experts, and people who generally have their shit together. Let's get into it. And we're back to catch all the podcasts. This is episode number five. And in case you're not familiar, I'm your host, Sam. And today I am joined by our very second guest. And that is somebody who also was our very first guest. So please welcome again to the show, my husband, Brandon Hale. (laughs) <laughs> jazz <Just laughs> snapped.
1: yeah making sure uh i get the old round of applause from the audience
0: well we have an audience actually we have about 20 20 plays 20 on this total podcast people.
1: but plays does that mean that it's been 20 different people watching no it, or it, means, it
0: probably means i've listened to it about five times and then maybe a couple other people have
1: also listened to it i have not listened to it I just lived it.
0: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm glad. And I'm glad that you have come back for this this episode to join me again because, well, I it's it's tough to just talk to myself. So it's nice to have you here.
1: Well, I could just sit here if you ever do another one.
0: <sighs> yeah. No. That would, I think, be weird.
1: Weirder than talking to yourself?
0: Probably. I wanted to. Like
1: a cardboard cutout is what you need of something. <laughs> Talk to the dogs. The only problem is the dogs would be bugging you the whole time.
0: Yeah, I know. So here's the thing is like, I was sort of hoping that in doing this, I would do like one episode, it would be just me. The next episode would be me and a guest. So my plan to have myself on one episode a guest on uh, the following episode has been sort of uh thwarted because obviously we're social distancing which means that you and i are essentially by ourselves and nobody's coming over which is weird firstly A a little bit like it's not often that we don't have somebody coming over and like staying for the weekend, or Aspen's taking a drink. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to lift the bowl up. Anyway, I was saying it's weird that to have a weekend where at least like one of the days somebody isn't over here for dinner, or ha- we're having a party, or somebody stays the night, or whatever it is. Mm. Like it's very odd to now have been going on three weekends.
1: Well, we usually do it once a month. I would say at least once at a month. At least, yeah. We have somebody over here. And so it's probably, we're, we're due.
0: We're very due. Yeah. We have
1: enough space where people can sit six feet apart. Bring your own snacks.
0: <laughs> okay. So so shoot me an email. I'll leave a link in the show notes. <laughs> shoot me an email if you'd like to come over and social distance with us. <laughs> Because we're not used to just being by ourselves for this long, for this amount of I'm time. I'm not hating it. Really? Well,
1: like throughout the week, you're at work, at home, but at work, <laughs> right. you're working at home. Right. And I'm just doing my thing.
0: Yes. So we should probably touch on that.
1: It's like the perfect segue
0: that was a good one I didn't have that like written down or anything nice job I think you're a natural (laughs) most of the time okay so (laughs) so let's talk about that so you have been home um okay enough singing you've been (laughs) home for over a a week now almost in a month it's felt like a month
1: (laughs) Some days have
0: felt long, yes. Uh, So you've been home for a week. You're off of work right now because they have let everybody go because there's nothing happening. Correct. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He says matter-of-factly. So what has that been? I mean, I guess you've really only been off of work for five days because some of that was a weekend. So what has it been like being off of work? and not actually like being on a vacation because usually you're only off of work. If we like go on a trip somewhere.
1: Typically. Yeah. Uh, I don't really staycation very often. Right. Ever only on the weekends.
0: I know it's like, we don't take days off just for the hell of it. Like it's either we're going somewhere or we're like, almost dead. S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're sick or somebody at this table requires a mental health day. We can probably guess who that is.
1: My hand's not up.
0: Right. Mine should be. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. So let's get back to the question. How's it been for this last week being at home and not being on a vacation, but being at home? Like, oh, sorry. Before I I know, but before we get to that, you have had instances when you've been off work, but you've also been in a course taking schooling. So that's different too, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead.
1: But what you're asking me is what am I filling all my free time with now?
0: Yeah, but like also, how's your head? How's your brain about it?
1: At first, it was like, whatever. Obviously, Mm -hmm. first couple days, you're just chipping away at things at home, cleaning the house, picking up shit in the backyard, literally, shit, (laughs) picking up shit in the backyard because of these dogs. Uh, And then you're just like, oh, I just don't want to clean anymore. I don't want to do anything, but I have to do something because I'm losing. I'm not losing my mind, but it's getting boring. Yeah. And I don't want to bother you because you just yell at me.
0: (laughs) I've only yelled at you like maybe twice. Because in my defense, so here's the thing is you're like, oh, we'll go work in your office. But the other side of that is you have to remember, I've now been working at home since early December on my own. And I go by with you know sort of the beat of my own drum here, right? So it's like I'm sometimes in the office, I'm sometimes working at the kitchen counter because that's where I feel like I'm getting stuff done. so and obviously I was going to a co-working space that I haven't been going to either. so that's not helping.
1: Where well, you can't go
0: right. that's true. it's It's not open right now. But yeah, that's the that's sort of where I'm at because, you know sitting in a an office with the door closed to do all my work all day long is
1: it grows a beard the walls start closing in
0: yeah and so that's why i need to sit you know out at the kitchen table or yesterday i sat outside for a little bit or whatever it is
1: mouse shit patio furniture is for you
0: we'll get to that in a moment <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's definitely been an adjustment because like, you'll be out here watching a video where you're now like becoming Insta famous. So recording all of your Instagram stories,
1: doing my thing, doing my part, <laughs> being social in the distance, <laughs> being be social in social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my slogan. Is it? Yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah. It's about time you had a slogan. Let's let's make that happen. You're being, put you you are the social and social distancing. Yeah. Okay. What, what does that mean to you?
1: I don't know. I've never been one for social media, but there you got to stay in touch with people somehow.
0: True. Are people? No, is-
1: absolutely not. No. <laughs> so nobody gives a people shit. People do don't like assholes. Yeah, we see you creeping. Yep. You know who you are. Yeah, you know I know you know I know who you are.
0: So, yeah, that's that's interesting because I don't know about you, but I've been noticing that more people are, are seemingly viewing stuff that I'm posting too. Like I've had a really su- substantial influx of blog viewership, readership. Um, so yeah, I think people are just people on, the time, yeah, they're on their phones, they're on their computers or whatever at home. And it's like, they're looking for something to do. Right. And I'm glad that, that they've found that in us because we're great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm backed by popular demands.
0: So. That's true. Of all of the three published posts or the released posts,
1: you... Um, I'm I'm number one you can say it You don't say it often but you can say it
0: Closely followed by episode number One which was sort of my intro To I don't know what the hell I'm Doing episode Uh, I think your episode has Like ten plays and My first one has like eight Or nine So I think I'm related to All of the people that have Played it (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure what that says. But with that being said, yes, most of the feedback that I've gotten from our friends and family who have listened to this soft launch, quote unquote, soft launch, have said that they really enjoyed the one that you and I did together because there was a, a nice dynamic between us.
1: It's probably because it's somewhat relatable as well. A husband and a wife talking to each other, you know, the little banter or the the little inside jokes or little things that we find funny they probably find funny because they can relate to it
0: right true that's true which is good we're relatable if nothing else okay all right good so last time you were on here you were telling uh the listeners about what you what the first 60 minutes of your day look like Yes. And how, you know, you snooze your alarm for a little while, you make some breakfast, you get some coffee, you eat, and then you essentially...
1: I hit the road. Oh, you don't eat here? I don't eat here. Well, now you do. Well, now I do. There's nowhere else to go.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... I could just,
1: like, you know what I should do? I should just get up, do my regular thing, move myself to the garage, and then I'll come back at 3.30.
0: You're going to stay in the garage for 6S. No, more than that. 10 hours?
1: Well, I mean, if it stops you yelling at me.
0: I have only yelled at you one or two times.
1: It's only been a week.
0: Well, that's not even as much as usual, even if you aren't here. <laughs> so I think we're doing really all right. So, okay. The question that I was getting at is how in the last week has your day changed?
1: I don't have to go anywhere. You know what I mean? You don't have to get up. I still try to go to bed at the same time. Don't necessarily get up at the same time. You know, usually I'm up at five, quarter after five, somewhere around there. When but you're I'm working. Going to work. Right. Now that I'm not going to work, I try to get up at like 7, 7.30. Just because I don't want to, when things get back to normal. Right the whole adjustment there is going to be true, very difficult. Yeah,
0: that's going to be like a major jet lag. Yeah,
1: so if I go to bed at the same time as I usually do, hopefully <coughs> at least getting the sleep is not going to be difficult. But waking up a couple hours earlier than I typically would is obviously going to be a bit of a change. But if that's the only change, then at least it's not going to be too drastic. Right, true. That's my way of thinking about it. Okay.
0: So when you are ge- – Okay, so uh, with that being said, going to bed at the same time ish, waking up a little later, mm-hmm. depending on the day, depending on the weather, maybe.
1: <laughs> Today I woke up. Well, we also went to bed late last night
0: because we were watching a show. Just don't get any weird ideas. It's such
1: a stupid show.
0: that okay, let's get to that in a little bit, but okay mm-hmm. <laughs> because we I think we should talk about that. Let's talk about um, like what you're doing now that your routine for work is totally non-existent. So you're getting up, you're making breakfast, you're eating here now.
1: Eating here, yes.
0: Okay, and then what, what do you do after you get ready for the day?
1: Well, just chill out if anything needs to be done around the house. A little bit of laundry, sweep, Swiffer.
0: Yeah, you, cleaning, clean, you cleaned you clean the whole kitchen earlier this week. Well, yeah, I kind of every day
1: do something different. You know, Monday was or last Friday, sorry, was a a sweep and a mop, and then whatever we did on the weekend, and then Monday was the kitchens, and then there was the windows, and then there was this oh and yeah, that you and cleaned all the windows too. I forgot about I that. Squeegeed the shit out of them.
0: They look great.
1: Thank you. Appreciate Thank you.
0: That.
1: Huh. I do what I can around. We're there, admiring
0: you know? the, the windows now. <laughs>
1: It's only because the sun's not shining; you can't see the streaks. Yeah. <clears throat> <That's true. clears throat>
0: um. All right. So, what uh, what would you say has been the hardest part about this social distancing situation? Aside from the fact that you're not working, because obviously that's a huge change.
1: I think we touched on it already. Is that we are very social people. As much as we don't really leave the house that much, we have people over often. Right. As much as it's the same people, I think that said something about the people that come over with it being the same people all the time. That they
0: must like to come over here?
1: Well, we like them and they should be happy about that.
0: (laughs) So if you've been over to our house frequently, we like you. And if you've never been here, we hate your guts. (laughs) Sips tea. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think for me, I, I am personally struggling with this because I, I feel like I bounce between wanting to be with people all the time, doing all the things, and then also needing some time to just decompress. And I think when I don't have that fine balance between the both of them, and I'm too decompressed. It, I start to go a little woo-woo.
1: That's what everybody's going through right now. Right. Except for the people who just have decided to not social distance and just ruin it for everybody.
0: I Let's make this not a political statement. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just let <clears throat> the disclaimer here is just be safe and make good choices. Okay because we're not in the business of telling people how to live their lives, contrary to popular belief. I mean,
1: I would like to be able to get out of the house at some point.
0: I agree. Your eyes look really green with that shirt on. Sorry. Thanks. They're just, like, very green looking.
1: I'll I'll put my sunglasses on so you don't get distracted ever again.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, So one of the ways that you have been – occupying your time has been through your Instagram posts where you're sharing workouts with people. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that. What do you want to know? Why, what are you doing? Why are you doing it?
1: Uh, just I think people struggle with the creativity of being in a house and not being at the gym mm. and still trying to find a workout to do true well, i believe that people know of things that they can be doing but they're like oh i don't have any weights well you know you have a case of water there's some weight
0: mm.
1: right there's a lot of body weight workouts that you can do
0: it's, and the more body weight you have the better
1: <laughs> no <laughs> well, do
0: you have more weight to you to <laughs> work out with no <laughs> I, I don't just, know. just me then. Okay.
1: <laughs> Guess that depends on your situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you're sharing these workouts. You're sharing three workouts every week Monday, what Monday, Monday Wednesday, Wednesday Friday. Friday. Yeah. That you've essentially made up, or yep whatever. And you're keeping in mind, of course, because not everybody is like us and has a a fully decked out gym in, in their, on their property. Yeah. So my
1: demos or the videos, I guess, of the exercises. If it is like a, uh, um not so familiar exercise, Mm -hmm. I will videotape what needs to be done. Right. And the video Mm, well it has there's it's kind of back and forth but either way like I do videotape some in the gym but I am standing in one spot or if there is supposed to be an object that is being lifted mm-hmm. I'm not using a weight that's from in the gym I'm finding something like I used a bag of salt
0: right yes it was so-
1: 45 pounds Okay. So,
0: How would you know that? Did you weigh it? It says on the bag. Oh, okay. I'm good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just lifted it and I have my own internal scale. (laughs) And I know I referenced it to uh, uh, the dumbbells.
0: Okay. So the point that I was making is that you've designed these so that people who don't have gym equipment necessarily can still do something.
1: Yeah. Which I think is good. Even if you have gym equipment you can add this into your thing right. or if you're just struggling to find a workout to do if you're bored or if you can't program your own thing and you mm-hmm. just want something that somebody else has written. Right. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's great. I haven't done any of them.
1: Um, I don't think many people have. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only one person that's done them. Yeah. That's, that's
0: shout out to my sister. Um, <laughs> Yes, true. The I think the burpees scared a lot of people off. He had one hundred and fifty burpees. I can't even. I don't even like to burp once.
1: So you just do it both. You burp and you pee at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: No, but see, that's the thing. It's like even even your sister was messaging me before she did that workout. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do." X amount of reps every 5 minutes uh, for 10 rounds. It was 15 reps every 5 minutes for 10 rounds. And I said to her, I, ow, I was like it's going to take you 75 minutes. <laughs> like, wh- no. 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 I said do as many as you can in a 2 minute window. It doesn't have to be fast. Just do them. Rest for a minute and do it again for 2 minutes. Rest for a minute and keep doing that until you're done. And she got it done in, like, 20 minutes. fraction of the time is what she thought she could do it in. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like when I say 150 burpees, the the intensity of the workout is dictated by the individual. Right. Right? Like, if you don't want it to – if you don't want to be gassed, if you don't want to be sweating your ass off, well, then just take your time and do it. Right? It's going to take you an hour to do them, mm-hmm. but as you got up and moving.
0: Right. Because that's really what the whole concept of this is, right? Yeah. Is that – You know, people need to still get their blood pumping while they're isolating at home.
1: Yep, isolating on the couch
0: (laughs) and eating. I've done a lot of eating their quarantine (laughs) snacks.
1: Oh, too many quarantine snacks. Too many Reese's Puffs.
0: Right. Well, so much so you had to buy another box today. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, okay. So that's good. Let's talk about what is the, what are you going to do when it's kind of acceptable and safe to like actually be out in public? What's the first thing on the, on your list?
1: I honestly don't even know if I would, if, if I'm eager to leave because you asked me what the most difficult part of it was. And it was having people over. Like we usually have people over.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, probably invite people over. Okay. So it's not like. Have a barbecue outside. Have a party. Something like mm, that. Big party. Take the distancing out of social distancing. True.
0: Okay. Here. But again, only for people we like. (laughs) Sips tea. Thank you for the sound effects.
1: <laughs> you need a soundboard.
0: I know. I don't. I'm, I'm not cool enough to have that yet. So you're <clears> telling <throat> me that you have nothing else that you're like. Oh, I need to go do that as soon as I can actually go do that. The only thing I'm
1: thinking of is swimming. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I thought you were gonna say going to get Popeyes.
1: <laughs> no, because I could do that now if I wanted to. Right. We were supposed to get it yesterday, but then we realized how ridiculously expensive it is. True. And I uh, we have no money.
0: Okay, we have money. Don't be some dramatic. Money. We just don't have money for fried chicken.
1: But we can fry our own chicken.
0: We could. You did get some good fryable chicken today, so maybe I'll hook you up. I'm gonna hold you. To that are you? Yeah. Which it's, it's one it's do you want? The, wa- the chick- chicken, <laughs> the chicken and waffles, <laughs> fried chicken, or the hot honey fried chicken, or something totally different. All right, I just want fried chicken. I'll see what I can do. No promises. Yo. Okay. <laughs> this This interview is over. <laughs> okay, you can't just pout for the rest of it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, with that being said. What um, what big plans do you have for the foreseeable future, it, considering that you're probably not going to be going anywhere anytime soon, or have any social commitments?
1: Just probably, like, I don't know, it's hard to say, because at this point in time, just kind of take it a day at a time. You okay. know, we heard on the radio that the numbers are still going up and stuff like that, so for the seeable future. I'm just here.
0: Right. So, like, do you have any projects around the house? Like, for example, this week you tackled cleaning out the shed. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Uh, I don't even want to relive that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're
1: only laughing because you didn't have to go in there.
0: Well, I was working.
1: You know, and, like, uh, I don't even remember, like, like Shrek, you know, when they were like, oh, grab your knives and pitchforks and whatever, and they're running over there. Okay. That's to get what Shrek. I did, but to get the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Mice. There was two of them. It, oh, it was so gross.
0: Were they mating, confirm, or deny?
1: I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was a little pudgy. Might have been pregnant. There were no babies found. A couple nests. Two... Two nests, <laughs> Got a lot of poop, a lot of pee, a lot of—I uh, wouldn't say a lot of ruined furniture because the furniture is still usable. Mm-hmm. We washed it; still a little stinky. The umbrella, I think, is the most unfortunate part because you can't really wash the umbrella. It just hopefully has to get rain rained on. Yeah, it. I sprayed it down, but there's only so much you can do. Right? You
0: probably could have <laughs> washed it with like a. Br- uh, uh, do we have a car washing brush? Maybe? No. no. Why would we? You're
1: right. Well, uh, we don't necessarily have unlimited water. True. So we don't wash the cars often.
0: I'm not here anyway. We live on a property that has well water, which means that it's a finite supply. And it depends on the rain and the, the ground conditions.
1: Yeah. Right now we probably have a lot of water. The ground's kind of mushy. It's very saturated with water
0: and precipitation
1: we had a lot of rain today last couple of days yeah but either way i'm not gonna sit there and scrub an umbrella it'll clean itself up eventually it just won't patch up the hole by itself
0: right that's a bummer yeah because i was i looked for a very long time for an umbrella that was square it's or not square. rectangular
1: okay right path
0: now. thanks for clarifying.
1: Hmm. Either way. The mice, I did not kill them. Okay. No, I let them go.
0: Wow. How gracious of you.
1: I'm a man of uh, nature. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, what would be the sense of killing them? I probably, next winter, I'll probably put traps in the shed would you yeah
0: yeah well it's not good to have the all our shit get ru- shit on and ruined because mm-hmm. that's not going to fly with me yeah true so now that the shed is cleaned out and all the patio furniture is out ready to go for all of the barbecues we're not having right now it's all
1: in the boot yeah
0: right so what's next surely there's something another big thing you can tackle
1: You just wanted me to say paint the house. What? You want to paint the house. I want to paint this room, yeah. Yeah. I don't... This is like the whole house. (laughs) True. This is one large
0: space. (laughs) We're recording this at our dining room table. So if you've been here, you know that we're talking about the the main floor area, which is one large space. So yes, you're right. Most of the house would require painting if we did this spot here. I mean, now is as good as time as any, I would think, because what else are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're very quickly running out of shows to watch. So much so that we started one last night called Soundtrack. It's on Netflix. And tell me what you think about it.
1: Uh, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't like the lip syncing. Yeah. Like, I'm all about musicals. I like musicals. I could deal with musicals. But this is not a musical. They try to make it one. But it's like some shitty choreographed dancing involved with lip syncing. But they're not actually like singing. They're just talking the words that are in the song. Mm. So it just kind of kills the movie because the movie itself is actually, or the show itself is actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. The storyline, I think it's, it's very well done.
1: And the acting is for no name actors. They're.
0: Well, they're not totally no name. Jenna Dewan is in it and she was married to Channing Tatum. So.
1: She's just piggybacking on his fame.
0: I don't know. She's doing a great job in this series, I think. But nobody even
1: knows what the show is. That's what I'm saying. They're just no-name actors.
0: Right. They need to let go of this soundtrack idea.
1: I agree. Uh, or Even though I, that's what the show's called. I
0: know. What I think they need to maybe do is accept that it's okay to have it playing as a soundtrack without the characters lip-syncing terribly over the song. Because lip-syncing over a song I don't think is what constitutes a musical. Not that I would know, given several years of music program. Even if they
1: did lip-sync, at least make it look like they're trying. It's
0: very bad lip-syncing, you're right. I feel like maybe the actors are like, what the actual hell is this? Let me act, and I don't want to lip-sync, but...
1: Could be. We'll never know.
0: Yeah. So we're running out of things to watch. And we've played a lot of Mario Party.
1: Yeah. Maybe not enough.
0: (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to this, this exercise. So I subscribe to different newsletters and things and read different blogs. And I came across this one where... Somebody had shared a link and it's 40 meaningful things to do when you're stuck at home during a pandemic, which is us. And uh, one of them is answer these life-changing questions so that you can gain some, what does it say? Gain new insights about yourself and your goals. You can do it solo or with the people you live with and get to see each other's answers or hear each other's answers. So I thought we could answer a few of these. And this is totally off the cuff. I'm just generating (coughs) them randomly. I got the first question. It is, how is the very best version of yourself different from the way you sometimes behave? It's a loaded question. Because the very best version of myself would probably not eat as much craft dinner as I do.
1: Maybe eating craft dinner makes you the best version of yourself.
0: That is what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, here's what I would like the listeners to know. If you ever are trying to figure out who you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you need to make sure you got a hype man like that because that's true love, baby.
1: Did you just call me baby?
0: <laughs> no. Okay, good. Just, it was a figure of speech.
1: Just, try do, just not again. <laughs>
0: Um, I also think that the best version of myself would probably be a lot more patient than I usually am. I tend to have a, sh- a bit of a short fuse at times. And I don't put up with shit. Which I why feel- you yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't like people doing things that are terrible or treating people like crap.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't do
0: that. And Right. And I feel like... <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. If I could let that go and not have to always be like, you know, fighting the good fight, that would probably be better for me as a person. It's you're like inner Peter
1: Pan coming out. Um, what? I don't know.
0: I think you mean Robin Hood. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so next on the list, the th- this, uh, this time that we're spending is maybe going through fictional characters and what they actually do.
1: Cause sure. Catch up on our Disney. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think Peter Pan is what you're talking about. <laughs> Somebody. Um, yeah.
1: So that shit about the little man.
0: <sighs> okay. That's enough. So let's go to the next question. This one. Ooh. Okay. This is an interesting question. Are you ready? I don't know. If you knew for a fact that you were going to die exactly 10 years from right now, how would you change your current behavior? <sighs> they're, they're it's like loaded questions, eh?
1: It's hard to say because part of me wants to be like, well, I would do whatever I possibly could to leave behind everything I can for you or for whoever is around that 10 years from now right but then it's like i also want to kind of try to enjoy my time right it's a very difficult question and one i really don't know if i want to think too much about
0: (laughs) Uh, it is a little morbid considering the current predicament that we're in (sighs) jesus christ are you tearing up a little bit (laughs) no No. <laughs> so are, are you taking a mulligan on this one or it might be
1: okay i don't know it's hard what would you do um
0: hmm that's a great question i you know what i would do actually i'd finally write that goddamn book that i've been wanting to write for my entire life
1: i don't know why you haven't done it already
0: because it's this this idea like I've always wanted to write a a book. That's like something that's always been in the back of my mind. Some sort of storytelling, something or other. I don't even really know. I've, I've tried so many different approaches. And I always come back to this idea of like, who do you think you are to be writing about something? Like telling other people, like, you know, how to live their life or you know what I mean? Like, I just feel so underqualified <laughs> to write about anything that would be in a, in a, in a something for somebody to read. If that makes sense. Like in a blog, it's so casual, you know, a lot of people who read it are happen also be related to me. So <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's just different. Whereas like writing a full on book and like putting your heart and soul into something that, I mean, yeah, I guess technically I could self-publish it, but you know, like sending it around to, to publishing companies or working with an agent and then somebody being like, yeah, it's just not good. Like imagine your whole life's work and somebody's like, it's not good enough. That's a little bit crippling really.
1: Yeah. But it's like, uh, Like your fear of not being good enough. Right. You don't know if you're good enough or not until you do it. True. Until you write something. You don't necessarily have to write a full book, but I mean, considering your blog gets as much, considering you get paid from people. Right. To To write. To write.
0: I know, but it's different. I'm writing their stories. In their voice. And
1: you think you your voice, your story is not good enough?
0: It just seems like not as important. <laughs> but if I knew that I had a a timeline, that maybe maybe that would change my mind.
1: Okay, so you don't know what your timeline is right now.
0: Yeah, less yeah, than yeah. 10. Years. Okay, thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> you better knock on wood. That is so rude. Why is that rude? Because. I'm just trying to
1: open your eyes. Yeah,
0: I know. Okay, well so here's the thing though, because I I did actually end up signing up for a memoir writing workshop.
1: And didn't those people contact you and say they loved your stuff? Th- that's not
0: wrong. Yeah. I oh. fr- I forgot about that. So I guess it can't be totally shit then, eh?
1: Somebody you look up to looks at your stuff as being great, huh? Yeah. God. Yeah.
0: You're pretty profound, eh?
1: I do what I can. <laughs> I get this mic out, and all of a sudden, I'm a totally different person. I know
0: it's not all jock straps and hand chalk.
1: I mean. <laughs> okay all right it works good so
0: let's (laughs) move on (laughs) so i'm starting my my writing course my workshop memoir writing uh not next week but the week after so maybe who knows maybe this is going to be the big uh breakthrough
1: could be Mm -hmm. could be what what opens your mind could be what gets rid of that fear yeah Mm -hmm.
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay, next question. This one's for me, but I feel like I I answered the other one, so now this one's going to be for you. What are you taking for granted that you want to remember to be grateful for? I'm confused. <laughs> what do you question. take for granted that you need to remember to be grateful and thankful for?
1: And you. These days, the gym, my home gym, because some days I take it for granted. Some days it's there and I'm just like, I don't want to go in or I just don't. How do I put it?
0: You don't recognize that it's a luxury that not everybody has.
1: Yeah. Until, you know, there's a lot of people out there right now that don't have access to a gym at all. And I still have access to everything I need.
0: Yeah, like how many people have cracked off about coming to work out at your gym right now? There's been a couple. Yeah, like a few people. Yeah, a very small handful. I don't know if it's that small. I know at least like several people.
1: There's been like three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I think also what we were talking about earlier this idea of um, you know, we're so used to having people around all the time and people over all the time that you don't really realize what it's like to not be doing that on a regular basis until you're not. And then you're like, Oh man, like, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. to have to clean up after every single party we have. Cause it's a yeah. disaster, yeah. but I would trade that now to just be able to have another party.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, we talk about having people over and feeding them because that's what you do when you host. You have drinks and you have food available for those who are over here so they don't, you know, go belly up. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, it's a, it's expensive. We got to cut back on it. You know. Complain about it mm-hmm. in real time. But I think you, uh, hindsight? Tw-
0: yes, hindsight is 2020, and also I'd like to clarify that you complain about it. I don't think I've ever complained about it, ever.
1: Okay, I'll take the bullet for this on this one.
0: <laughs> I don't think um, I've ever said that.
1: I'm pretty sure we've had these discussions, but...
0: We had the discussions because you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we just spent another $400 at the grocery feeding all these people. And I'm like, yeah, but, it, you know, it is what it is. It's a party. And we only do it big.
1: There is no other
0: option. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the next one. Wow, these are good. Okay. What has kept you hopeful in life's most challenging moments?
1: I don't even have an answer for that.
0: (laughs) So you've (laughs) lost all hope?
1: (laughs) No, but like, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I haven't really had that many challenging moments. Really? What? I don't know. I guess I just don't really think about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so think about it, right? Like if you... How did you get through all of like the turbulent times in your life that you know you ended up being relatively speaking a successful person?
1: I don't know. Just figured it would all figure itself out one way or another. Okay. You
0: <sighs> Me or are you asking what my answer is?
1: No, you. You've helped me out kind of pointed me in the right direction multiple occasions. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. It is, isn't it?
0: Wow. I might even tear up a little. Okay.
1: So... I just for
0: the tears. Well, they're there. They're just not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, are you not going to
1: answer that one, or are we just going... Well,
0: I, it's getting depressing. A little bit. So I'm trying to find something that's a little more upbeat and fun okay here's here's a good one summarize in just a few sentences what's your life story
1: just an average person in my opinion i don't, <laughs> I don't see myself different than anybody else
0: brandon hale just an average joe
1: <laughs> oh no, my slogan is putting the social in social distancing
0: okay that's like a new development <laughs> <laughs> your okay, this would be your life story, ready? Quite a handful. Anger management issues. <laughs> Turned it around. Now super awesome.
1: I appreciate you thinking that I'm super awesome. <laughs> I guess, yeah sure
0: is that inaccurate
1: it's not inaccurate no
0: (laughs) well you really you know you really had a a tsn turning point as they would say
1: yeah i mean i don't know there's just a point in my life i guess when i figured out that you can't stress about the uncontrollable
0: and you can't just
1: out of hand out of your hands you can't change people mm. right things are uh like you can't how do i put it i don't know if this is the right way of putting it but you can't change the objective or the no what's the word i'm looking for you
0: can't like it is what it
1: is you know what i mean right. like you, there's okay. nothing you can do about it right and so i'm not going to stress about changing that Mm -hmm. changing somebody's opinion because what the fuck does that matter? Wow. No, like there was a point in time where I really cared about what people thought. Okay. And I think life got better when I just didn't give a shit about what anybody else thought. Okay. Simple as that. <laughs> sure. I think a lot of people can benefit from thinking that way. Like obviously, there's there's rules to follow in the world and you can't do whatever you want to do. Right. Well,
0: because that's I think the fine line, right? Is it's one thing to say, I don't give a shit about anybody else's opinion, but it's another thing to recognize that, yeah, you cannot care about anybody else's opinion. But if you move through life in a way, that you don't accept the consequences for your actions, then that's different. Yeah, You
1: don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or you don't want to piss people off. Right. So you do what you can to avoid that.
0: Yes. So I think more so like what you would be referring to is like dealing with people who present difficult situations. Like those are the people that you're not super concerned about. Yeah. Whereas people who are supportive of you, who provide a a sense of unconditional love or whatever, that, you know, those people you're going to care about. You're going to care about what people who you trust have to say, right?
1: If I ask, you know what I mean? I'm not going (laughs) to ask for somebody's opinion if I don't care about, you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to ask somebody – like my chiropractor, I'm going to ask him something about what's going on with my ankle. Okay. Right. Or with my knee. Right. Right. I'm not going to ask him about um, how he thinks I should. Um,
0: Cut your hair.
1: Sure. Right. Okay. Right? So, okay.
0: So what you're saying is don't look for advice and direction from people who are not a experts. Or B, not in a position that you want to see yourself in. Exactly. Like there's no sense in getting direction or advice or or cons- consultation from somebody or even weighing the opinions of somebody who you are not admiring.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like in my opinion, I feel like we're getting way – like we're going way too deep into this. I
0: don't even care. This is <laughs> This is great.
1: <laughs> Uh, you have to have some sort of resume. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to have letters in front of your name. They're usually behind there's... your
0: name. Or oh, you're meaning a doctor.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> um, well, they,
0: they have an MD at the end of their name. I don't give a shit. All right. That's fine. That's why I don't know. And I don't care. I have a BA. Just so
1: Yeah. And I got a whole lot of BS. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, It doesn't have to be something like that. It doesn't have to be the schooling that you go through or anything like that. Right. But there has to be some sort of experience. You have to have put in the time somewhere.
0: Right. Somehow. Yes. Whether
1: it's just going through life Mm -hmm. and you found it out that way Mm -hmm. and I've recognized it. Right. And I value your... resume, your experience, what you have to bring to the table.
0: You know what that reminds me of actually? So usually about once a month, I watch all of our wedding videos. Um, It's a secret habit of mine and it's not secret anymore. So one of the things during our ceremony that our officiant said was to be careful where you seek marriage advice. Yeah. Because people who don't like marriage – Mm-hmm. Or who don't particularly like your spouse may not give you objective advice.
1: But each marriage is so subjective. right? Mm-hmm. Like every everybody's different, and everybody views it a different way. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own way of dealing with things. right. Some people don't. Some people are in a relationship and they don't know how to communicate with each other.
0: We talked about this in episode number three, by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it's, I don't know. I think if you go into that statement, Mm -hmm. you don't seek marriage advice.
0: From just anybody.
1: Not from just anybody, but if you see, if you view, uh, somebody's relationship Mm -hmm. as successful Mm -hmm. and that's what you want it to be, Mm
0: -hmm. sure. Right. But also having the understanding that whatever works for those people may not work for your situation because every person is so individual Mm -hmm. and unique Yep, and every marriage is individual and unique. Yep. Right. Okay. So, um, my life story summed up in a few sentences would be goes on tangents forever, never stops talking period.
1: You think that's your life story? (laughs)
0: According to this (laughs) exercise.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, for somebody who's trying to, uh, conduct a podcast, it's not such a bad thing to have. True. There's always got to be one talker, one, uh, I don't know which like obviously a listener, but
0: you're gonna have a lead role and a supporting a fill in the blank. Yeah. Lead and supporting. Sure. Right. Okay.
1: That's our relationship. You lead, I support.
0: That's not terrible. It's good to know you're a place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's see if there's any other ones. Okay, here's a good one. In recent years, what's the biggest lesson you've learned about yourself?
1: Well, I just said it. I realized that I don't necessarily need to give a shit about what everybody thinks of me. Only those who I value as uh, role models or people that I respect. Right. And I see respect from. True. Seek respect from.
0: Right. That's a good one. Uh, Mine is very similar to that, and it's something Oprah said, and I feel like I couldn't get through a a podcast episode without talking about Oprah. And she said, actually, you know what? Was it Oprah? It could have been maybe, not sure. I'll have to fact check that. (laughs) But my lesson has been that... It's important to under, to remember that when sh- somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Interesting. And it can go both ways. You know, there can be somebody who is so kind and caring and loving and whatever it is. And then they go through some shit and maybe they're not that version of themselves. But it's there. Like they will, people who will show you who they are early on. And I feel like I have always believed that. Like, I feel like I get people pretty quickly. I can peg people pretty quickly to be like, yeah, you're going to be a piece of shit. You're not half bad. It's just a feeling I get. And I'm almost never wrong, but sometimes I second guess myself and I'm like, you know what? Yes, you're, you know, you're kind of shitty, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And I think it's just better to not. It's better to just believe somebody when they show you the first time so that you don't end up being burned.
1: I don't ever really feel that I feel burned.
0: Yeah, because you don't you don't care enough. Exactly. Not everybody has that capability. Maybe you should. It's not that easy. You don't just shut it off.
1: But why do you care so much about somebody you just met?
0: It's not necessarily about somebody I just met. Sometimes you're put in situations where you have to deal with somebody for a long-term, even though that's not necessarily your choice. Like you may have a coworker or something at work that you don't really see eye to eye with. Yeah. Right. It's like, just believe who they are and adjust your expectations accordingly. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep thinking, you know, if somebody is being a certain way, but you're always hoping that they'll be different or hoping they'll change, you know, their their actions or whatever it is then you're constantly having this unrealistic expectation that that they're going to be who you want them to be and and not only is that not fair to you but it's not even fair to them because you're measuring them up against yeah. it, an expectation that they're never going to attain
1: yeah right there's like categories you got to put people in your life
0: right you know,
1: there's got to be the people that you you love and respect and you expect the same love and respect back, mm-hmm. which you give them.
0: And, and you do that because they, they have a history of showing that.
1: Um, yeah, they, you don't, you don't just put them there right up the first time you meet up. Right. 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 There's, there's obviously like there's the, you get to know somebody stage and then, you know, after depending I don't, it's hard to say, but. You know, if they're somebody that sticks around, you obviously feel you, get, you have the time to feel them out, right? And, and put mm-hmm. them in the category, mm-hmm. and people can jump categories, right? Right,
0: yeah, true. And that's something that I've really been honing in on lately is like if somebody keeps letting you down, they're probably always going to keep letting you down.
1: But that's going the same way that your expectations are too high. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. So then you adjust your expectations and you understand, okay, this person is is letting me down because, you know, they did this or they they did that or whatever it and is. They
1: schedule something and then they end up bailing every single time. Or yeah. Every other time. Right.
0: Or like, you know, oh, <laughs> I was going to say a whole bunch of other things that would really pinpoint some very particular people. <laughs> So I'm going to be diplomatic and not do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that goes to show, right? If you if, if you don't hear from us and you don't come over here, there's probably a reason why. <laughs> and call it cutthroat, but we only have so much room in our, in our space.
1: You yeah, you can't care for everybody.
0: You can't chase after people that no, don't give a shit about you either. No,
1: exactly. Yeah, 100%.
0: Okay. Glad we're on the same page about that.
1: Well, it sucked to not be.
0: Yeah, could you imagine? Hmm. Um, okay, let's see. What has been the biggest turning point in your life and what has been lesson that you got from that?
1: Probably going to school for um, or maybe coming out of school and getting in like finding a career just because it was like the time where it turned from life is a game to not a game, but like nothing was too serious mm. into like, okay, now plans need to be made mm-hmm. and put into action in order to get what you want. Right. Out of life. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just sit there and be like, uh, like uh, I'll figure it out, like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I'll figure it out mm-hmm. because you'll never figure it out, right? Because nothing is ever just get. Well, some people get things given to you, but the average person, things aren't given to them. Mm-hmm. You have to work for it. Mm-hmm. You have to work for money. You have to save money to buy things, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et and so, I think that was the time where. It was the TSN turning point?
0: Yeah. Like when you say coming out of school, like what, your gas license?
1: Yeah, not high school. Right. And then there was no post-secondary, so.
0: That was post-secondary.
1: I guess you could call it that.
0: You went to a private
1: You didn't need college. a high school diploma to get in. You
0: didn't? No. Really? Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. What would you say has been the greatest accomplishment of your life so far? And it says, it's okay to brag for a minute. Go ahead.
1: I think everything, everything, like my greatest accomplishments all came within the last year. Really? In reality, yeah. Okay. The last, let's call it the last three years. All right. We bought a house. Right. Got married. Right. Bought another house. Right. Before we got married. Okay. You know, we're able to maintain uh, almost a full our our full dream house property. Mm. Right. Um, bless you. Thank you. Um, and then on top of that, you know. I I do put a lot of time into going into the gym and doing all that sort of thing, and then you know, last year going into the Can East Games and winning that was pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't say that was like. Was the question the lifetime?
0: What is your say? Your greatest accomplishment oh. of your life so far?
1: Oh, so I mean, I I, I was pretty proud of that too. And like I said, getting married, uh, as as much as, you know, we were together forever beforehand, still something that not a lot of people achieve.
0: Right. Or they achieve it and then it doesn't work out, (laughs) which I I feel like a lot of people are figuring out over the isolation period. (laughs)
1: It's going to go one way or the other.
0: Yeah, babies or divorce. (laughs) For the record, neither are happening here. Thank you. Oh thank god.
1: <laughs> what about you?
0: Uh, frick, that's tough.
1: Your business.
0: That's been a big one, but again, I feel like I feel like every great accomplishment I have in the moment was the greatest accomplishment of my life.
1: And then things got every accomplishment you've had has got has been a greater accomplishment?
0: Yeah, because I keep getting better. Obviously. Sure. Like a fine wine. Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, for example, like, you know, when you're a kid or you're a teenager, right? So I graduated with honors. I was a, uh, what, what do they call it? An Ontario scholar. I had uh, whatever my my average grades were. I graduated with uh, uh, the RAP certificate for the regional arts program. So that was huge. You know, got into the university I wanted to go to. That was huge. Finished the university. That was huge. You know what I mean? Like getting through those five years that were just, I mean, it was a tough. Get out of here. Stop playing (laughs) with me. This is a very serious time talking about all of the great things I've done.
1: Okay. I'm just letting you brag.
0: (sighs) Graduating and, you know, getting my degree, getting my first real job, you know. All of these things. Getting selected to go onto a huge project. That was a huge deal. Getting selected to move out, you know, four hours away. Like, yeah, I was probably one of the only suckers that said, yeah. But that was a huge opportunity.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? I was working on a big site, a, you know, multi-million dollar project. Helping, you know, run that. It was huge.
1: How many women were out there?
0: Uh, well, In the office, we had – there were three of us that were like full-time employees.
1: How many men were there?
0: Like 40
1: plus. That's got to be pretty –
0: That's my whole life.
1: I know that, especially in construction. Oh, yeah. To be chosen Mm -hmm. as one of the three females. And the youngest, I would assume.
0: Yeah, I probably was the youngest person on the least whole experienced in terms of time. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it was a big one Mm-hmm. for sure. And I mean, I feel like having if I didn't experience that, I it wouldn't have led to my next greatest greatest accomplishment from a, a vocational perspective. In launching my own business, mm-hmm. right? Like I wouldn't have had the stepping stone. I wouldn't have had the experience. I would have had, wouldn't have had the push to do it. Right. So yeah, there's that. But then, yeah, of
1: course the. Pretty sure I was the push <laughs>
0: okay. to do that. Yes. Everyone knows the story.
1: And I would like to say <laughs> that in between you being on uh, out of town for work and launching your business. There was something else, a big accomplishment okay, that happened. I in said
0: vocational. The- vocational. I don't
1: know what that word means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then of course I have things on the more personal side. So, you know, buying the the townhouse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, getting engaged, buying this house, getting married.
1: I think the cool thing was, like, we were, what, 23, 22, 23, when we signed the papers. Not for the mortgage, not, like, actually purchasing the house, but, like, pre-authorized purchase of the townhome.
0: Right, from the builder.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, 23 years old. Yeah. That's, like, nobody. I know. You know, five years later, some of our friends still can't get approved for a house. (laughs) No, it's it's not a stab at them at all. It yeah, really isn't it because just, everybody knows that they can afford it. Right. It's just the banks and the loaners won't give it to them.
0: Yeah, the lenders, not the loaners. The Loaner. loaners are people that sit alone at lunch.
1: <laughs> I was thinking of you know the people who loan the money. Right, the lenders. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, Again, that's I don't true. Know what but that
1: word. Means. <laughs>
0: But it's true because there's there, I mean, for us, we were in a a, a circumstance where we had a double income, which was huge. We were able to borrow some money from Mm -hmm. from the bank of Muzz and Stiv. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, we paid that back before we moved into the house, and then we were
1: pretty. They're pretty good.
0: Like very diligent Mm -hmm. in paying that back. We paid back like $30,000 in under a year. Yep. Which
1: was huge. Yeah. It also helps when you don't have any other expenses, right? Like sure, we had the car, but between the car and the phone, that's like what? 600 bucks, 700 bucks. Right. Yeah. I wasn't paying for a phone at that time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I didn't have to pay for any gas for myself to get around. It was just... The car for you. Mm-hmm. That was it.
0: Yeah.
1: And your phone. Right.
0: But that was something I think that really set us apart at that time. Like I know there were so many of my friends who were like, "Oh, we're going to go out to the bar," and I'd be like, "I'm not going because I uh, bought a house." <laughs> and that was kind of where things started to like, you know, there was a fork in the road. Yeah. And and
1: things started to sort of go their own different yeah, it was never a Partier, really.
0: I think that's a lie.
1: Yeah, not like, like, I didn't mind going to a house party. Right. I didn't mind, I obviously don't mind having people over here. Right. I just was never one to like to go out to the bar. True. That was never me.
0: I like to go to karaoke
1: at the pub. And you shall go with other people. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, this has uh, been a, a nice chat. Was there? Did you want to do any more questions, or, or do you think we're I'm good? good I are good. Yeah, I think we're good because oh, one of the next ones. Maybe we'll get to this next time. What is the purpose of life? Why? That's a lot, eh? That would take so long to unpack.
1: It'd be oh my god! So
0: crazy, huh? There's some really good ones on here.
1: I just don't I would never even ask somebody that question.
0: I would ask somebody that question if I was like on drugs, probably because <laughs> <laughs> that's just a lot. It is. And then you would get into the whole like what happens after life, oh. which is an interesting uh, people you have die. a lot of different interesting thoughts about that. You just don't yeah, but then what? Nothing, really. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking from experience, I see people.
1: Okay, congratulations. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) I see that I am not going to win you over on this one this time. So with that being said, thank you for joining me again. It's been nice to chat with you. It's not often that we chat like face-to-face without you playing a game of somebody golfing or flipping over into some basketball net or whatever so it's nice that you're like keeping eye contact
1: yep i got my weekly dose of chatting in with you and i'll see you next weekend
0: Okay, well, with that, we will wrap it up. And I will remind you to be sure to subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts and be sure to download so you can listen while you're on the go. And when I mean on the go, I mean, when you're moving from your bedroom to your kitchen to your bathroom back to your kitchen and so forth and so on. (laughs) and we will see you next time oh and also if you would be so inclined to leave a review it helps with the rankings on the podcast charts and I would be endlessly grateful for you so until next time we will see you later or we'll see you at another time and thank you and bye bye.